0: Hello, and welcome to a new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Aaliyah. And I'm your other host, Dara. And we've got some breaking freaking news as of yesterday. Finally, finally, we have captured a kiss between Bennifer, Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Lopez were seen, spotted at, of course, Nobu, 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 Because if you want to be seen, you go to Nobu. Yeah. There is a video of them. You can go to your local tabloid. Your local tabloid. Local TMZ Your store. local page six mm-hmm. um, and watch a full-on makeout session, which I've always wanted to watch. It's not a full-on makeout. Don't oversell it. My God. It's a very passionate kiss. There's something
1: in the understatedness of the kiss.
0: Okay? Yeah, it's beautiful. I loved watching it. It's not a full-on makeout. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I guess we have a different definition of making I'm just out. here to protect
1: the integrity of the journalism of the show.
0: Sure. But they were at Nobu for Jennifer's sister's 50th birthday party. Linda Lopez. Linda Lopez. Love Linda.
1: Love Linda. Of course. Long time e-correspondent. Jennifer has really tried to carve out a career for her. It didn't work out much as the fate of many a pop pop star sister. Unfortunately. But she gave it the college try. But
0: we're still celebrating Linda.
1: Linda's 50.
0: Linda's 50. Happy birthday, Linda.
1: So the Lopez's
0: were out. Yeah. Uh the whole fam was out, including the kids. Emmy and Max. Me and we Max. love them. And yeah, there's just a perfect shot of them that like this paparazzo, so, like that guy is probably set for the rest of the year with yeah. this footage or woman. Um he got a perfect shot. They're like in between, like they're just sitting in perfect view of a paparazzi. Yeah, it's kind of just like a perfect frame shot. Yeah. Which is I think not a coincidence. Yeah. Um, I think
1: that Jennifer and Ben are aware that there are cameras there. Yeah.
0: And like we said, like, you don't go to Nobu. Yeah. Like, obviously, they already knew, like, they were showing up to a restaurant. They were going to be seen together. They knew that and they wanted that. But, like, the fact that, like, this kiss was caught on camera and, like, people had been waiting for a kiss to be caught on camera. Yeah, waiting for, like, kind
1: of that kind of couple confirmation.
0: Yeah. As if anyone was, like, unsure if they were really back together. But... Yeah, I thought the cute kiss was just very sweet. They look very in love and, like, they look, both look obsessed with each other. Yeah, like, Ben
1: looked really happy to be back w- in, in her braces. Like, he really did. Yeah. He was, like, never thought I'd get here again. <sighs> and then, like, just, like, after they later. kiss, like, Max walks up and, like, Ben like... Yeah, just, engage- like, show him
0: like something on his phone. Yeah,
1: and Ben like, totally, like, starts, like, engaging with him, which I think he's they're also doing for the cameras. Yeah,
0: he's he's a stepfather. Yeah. Uh, my question though is like, does J- is Jennifer ever gonna hang out with his kids? Oh,
1: I don't know. It's just like so hard. I'm really yeah. busy these bet, days. Yeah, I'm sure Jennifer of no, will. Like, I think they will. Yeah. I think that maybe the first time we see Jennifer with Ben's kids, we're gonna get a double dose of Jennifer's.
0: Whoa, Think they're going to do like a
1: double like they'll do like a blended family shot.
0: Oh, my God. You've got to get
1: is Jennifer Garner playing ball in this? Is I she don't interested? think so. But this could also benefit her career as well.
0: I mean, there are a lot of things that benefit her career. And I don't think she's looking to do to get that those benefits. You,
1: you think she's just going to keep playing like the mom and Beethoven seven? Yeah.
0: OK. 100. OK.
1: I thought there was another Dallas Buyers Club in there. I uh, thought she had another 13 going on 30. I would love another 13 going on 30. Then let's play ball. Let's get the shot. What? One, yeah. one of those little kids got a soccer game I mean, or.
0: Maybe. We'll see. But.
1: I think that's what's next.
0: I don't think that's going to be the first thing. I think that's inevitable if they stay together for another minute. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be the first time we see her with his kids. Okay.
1: So you do think that Jennifer will be with. Ben's kid or do you think she's gonna like I don't think she's gonna do like a wicked stepmother thing that's like
0: Jennifer Lopez
1: like and the no, sense that like not, not being pictured with them right, would right, like right. lead that's to that true. type of narrative and I don't, and I think she's smarter than that yeah and knows that's yeah that's and I true. also
0: think that Ben
1: loves his kids and yeah. like isn't gonna like drop them
0: yeah um to be fair like Ben's kids are a little older so I'm sure they're just a little bit more like Yeah, obviously, they're going to know if... Like, a little bit more independent, you think? Yeah, yeah. As Emmy to, like, Max and and Emmy. What, 10?
1: I think they might be, like, 12. Okay, yeah. But I think that Ben also... I think his youngest might be, like, 10, 11. Okay, okay. So, no. I think we'll get an appearance with them soon, which will... I
0: mean, we have so much coming in the... Yeah. They just... They're really delivering for us. They are. And I appreciate it.
1: I like that they're giving us these episodes weekly. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: They're saving the moments. Mm-hmm. Like and so that are so that like I don't know, reveal or whatever led me to um an article on Vulture, thank you, Vulture, uh, that details the complete nineteen year timeline of the Benefer saga. Can you believe? Like I know, it's incredible. And I love how we're
1: talking about it as if they've been together for nineteen right. years. We're but like, in a lot honestly, of ways. there,
0: they have right?
1: Like they really were never apart.
0: I mean, one thing that sh- that this article points out is that she did say after they broke up, like obviously seventeen years ago, she says, "Another time, another place. Like who knows." And it's just crazy that what? like What? Wait, when did she say that? Um hold on, I can find it. She said it after they broke up? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my God. But okay. I'm gonna wait for the reveal of the timeline before I say anything. Cause I just wanna know the timeline of that quote and where that lies in with her next relationship after Ben.
0: Uh yeah, hold on one second. I'm finding it. It was um Okay, she said. Um, okay, and J Lo told People in 2016 of her past relationship with Affleck. I think a different time, different thing. Who knows what could have happened? But there was a genuine love there.
1: And that was the year that he separated from Jennifer Garner. So that's probably why she felt comfortable to speak on that.
0: Whoa! So, so she, maybe was already she was kind already of dropping signaling to him. I would love to be flirted with someone through the, the tabloids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, he so famously took uh, a, a magazine, a trade magazine ad out for her after they did Julie and was just like, it was incredible working with you. Like yeah. love like you're a consummate professional yeah, and like,
1: like, just a joy to be around with every day. He was Actually, just like-
0: it, it, it was, it has been nothing but an honor and a pleasure to work with you. I only wish I were lucky enough to be in all your movies with love, respect, and gratitude. Wow. Ben Affleck. Wow. And let me remind you that when they got together, she was married to her second husband, Chris Judd. When they got together. Sorry, when they met. When they met. Yeah, when they met. Yeah. There was probably a little overlap. There was definitely overlap, even though Ben insists that it is against his morals. Well, we know that's not true. Jennifer
1: Garner has confirmed that that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that when it comes to love. When it comes to Jennifer. When it comes to Jennifer, like, she doesn't see, like... You know, the construction of marriage Mm-mm. preventing her from what's no. like in her heart. No, for someone who's
0: been married three times, she does yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. The that dog is. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but she goes where her heart takes her. she exactly. She leads with her heart. She's
1: a true romantic. She's Leo.
0: She's all she emotion. Is. Her she and Ben is. are both
1: Leos. They're just covered in emotions.
0: Yeah, they are. And another crazy thing that I realized from reading this timeline was how quickly both of them moved on they after they broke up after from each they other. broke yeah, mm-hmm. after they broke up, they announced their split in January of two thousand and four um sorry uh March of two thousand and four and oh i'm sorry I'm sorry, January two thousand and four <laughs> <laughs> um and then j-lo marries mark anthony in june 2004 and he ben affleck marries jennifer gardner in october of 2004 mm-hmm. and like you've already made like
1: you've already talked about how so much of like the undercurrent of like in the, in the narrative around Bennifer was that it was this white guy from Boston getting with yeah. this Puerto Rican girl from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And that so much of the hype around it was really people being like, this is incredible, like this power this couple. Odd, this and odd power couple. This, yeah. When, but the people that they get with afterwards Either. so quickly mm-hmm. are exactly who the media wanted Want- them to be mm-hmm. with. Mark Anthony, her counterpoint as like yeah. a Puerto Rican superstar. And mm-hmm. then Jennifer Garner, the Jennifer that Ben's supposed the to be white with. Like, Jennifer. So, yeah. weird. It's so weird. It's weird. And then they like have a movie. Ch- yeah. 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 And then they have children with these people. Yeah. And those so they've
0: children with. Yeah.
1: It's- like do you think like Ben's like looking at Max and Emmy like
0: I'm your almost
1: daddy. Oh my God. Like so weird. And then like so at this weird. point in time when like, yes, their children are around the same ages and yeah. both of their marriages have dissolved. They're, yeah. they have both
0: back. recently broken up with other people. Like, yeah.
1: Like they're, yes, not exactly. even their,
0: not even their last partner. Like they've both had several relationships between when they broke up and now. Yeah. And yeah, it's just so we'll keep yeah. we'll keep you we'll posted, keep, uh, updating you on it. Well, there is actually a side note update. Ben's last girlfriend, Anna De Armas, is as of today officially, I guess, confirmed that she is dating um, an executive from Tinder. Mm. some guy named Paul Bukadakis. So, Mazel to her. Yeah. I will say that that picture that they chose, page six chose, is actually not the greatest picture and that there were pictures of them um, like a month ago hanging out, but no one knew who he was yet. Um, And he's actually a lot hotter than that picture and has a good bod for whatever it's worth. But yeah, she's uh, dating an executive on Tinder and I can barely get a... Match on Tinder. So, um, yeah, yeah we are not the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we're not cut the
0: same. We're not cut the same. Okay. Should we move on? Let's move on. And other update news. Well, I think we should start with we were in Williamsburg on Sunday, as one does sometimes. Of course. And we're walking down the street and I see this girl who's wearing, I see, I notice her because she's wearing jeans that looks sim- very similar to mine. So like my eyes first go to her jeans. Were they roller jeans?
1: Did you, were you able to confirm? I did not get that mm.
0: close up to see mm. what brand I jeans. See. No, I no, see. no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my, I scan up to her face and I go, that girl kind of looks like Rachel from The Bachelor. And then I see... Stan- Rachel
1: Karnackle? Rachel Karnackle.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I see not half a foot away from her is a tall black man with a beard. And I go, oh my God, that's Matt James and Rachel.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah, we saw Matt James and Rachel on the street. Um, in you alerted me
1: to them. I held my breath. Gripped your shoulder and we walked by with so oh, much grace and dignity. I was yeah. so proud of us. We held it. Because I really wanted it. to say to him,
0: You are not doing it for the culture, Matt. No. But I it don't was... think you're
1: even doing it for yourself.
0: I know. God. How did we go from, You do not fully understand, fundamentally understand me as a black man to hang out? We're hanging... not going down this road. Yeah, again. I know, I know. All we're saying is we spotted them. We they spotted they're them. together. It was crazy. They're officially, they're, they are together. We already knew that. Um, but it leads us to the fact that how this all tum- tumbled down was Chris Harrison, not how this all tumbled but like it's started right with her. But Chris Harrison is leaving The Bachelor. Yeah. It's fully, completely resigned. Fully resigned. You know, yeah. at first I started out with he was just on a leave. I'm of- shocked, honestly. Me too. I
1: definitely thought of all the people that have quote unquote been canceled. He was going to write it out. He was definitely going to write it out. And that it was kind of acceptable that he was going to write it out. Yeah. Just because there had been like 24 years of like no problems previously. Right. And 19. C- excuse me.
0: 19. So him and Alan DeGeneres, nineteen's their lucky number.
1: And you know what? That's actually great because 19 is actually better than 20 because it's right. one's the beginning of a chapter, nine's the ending of a chapter. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but he's a- reportedly getting an. Mid-range eight-figure payoff, as well as signing a wow. non-disclosure agreement. Um, so we will not be getting the tell-off from Chris Harrison because he clearly knows where the um. What was the negotiations
1: bears. for that like? Do you know any of like the yeah, intel? Yeah, it was a
0: lot of back and forth. A lot of back and forth. His lawyer Brian Friedman um, was pledging to or threatening to expose everything unless his client got this huge payout so, so
1: they allege that they could expose like yeah. secrets of the bachelor if mm-hmm. they didn't okay so what does that mean like what does that mean like it what's means, been going on behind it means the scenes what we've that, like,
0: always known is that like bachelor is shady there's yeah. rampant racism and sexism you know like right you know there's been reports of chris harrison hooking up with some of the contestants yeah um which would only look bad on him but still exposing that like and i'm sure there's just a plethora of stuff that we yeah, don't even it's know. stuff
1: that doesn't even incriminate him he knows so much yeah
0: so that i mean think it's probably they, mostly doesn't incriminate him right just like the producers and like the way they talk about things which is probably not a way that they want the public to know about how they talk about things.
1: And not even talking about things, but things that have actually happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Li- like stories that could fill pages and pages and pages. Yeah. So, so they were willing figures. to pay him. Right. Upwards of. eight.
0: Damn. Yeah. Pays to be racist.
1: Well, that, that means I, that just means that like what he has Was a lot. on them is a lot. And like, are those stories dead and gone
0: now? I'm sure there's... I don't know how long a, his NDA lasts. I Aaliyah, I would have to imagine that. It's eight, decades. Yeah. To pay eight figures. But they're going to keep him his mouth shut. Because why would they ever give him an NDA that expires? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know how those work. And if you can yeah. get one that's like in perpetuity. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, he's out. So it's kind of like... I mean, currently on Bachelorette, it's Taysha and another former Bachelorette named Caitlin who are hosting. Mm-hmm. They haven't been confirmed for coming back from Michelle's season. Yeah.
1: But they did just say in an interview... Um Taysha was like, if they asked us back, like yeah, well, of I, we'd be back in a second. And Crystal Crystal? Chris Caitlin, sorry. Caitlin, Caitlin. was like, yeah, we'd be back hand in hand. So yeah, of course. they're putting it out there that they yeah. want to be asked back. So mm-hmm.
0: I think I don't think that's what they're going the show's gonna do though.
1: I don't think that Taysha and Caitlin are gonna be like the permanent hosts. No. I think they're definitely gonna start off like with rotation. Like they would just have of, like a rotation of like different bachelor oh, okay yeah don't you think
0: yeah to test it out just yeah to see who, do you think it's gonna be different contestants or that it, it'll be another like kind of figurehead like another just like host person professional like after
1: host. um caitlin and tasha like, yeah yeah who's gonna host michelle's season yeah i think that for michelle's well, season, no, no, no.
0: sorry like they i think they probably will test out they probably will do other bachelorettes or bachelors for Michelle season. But yeah. I'm talking like the permanent host. Like I don't
1: like the permanent host is definitely going to be a single person, not like a couple yeah, type I think situation. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, if they're going to keep doing two or even three hosts or just go back yeah. to the single figurehead. But I also wonder if they're going to pull from like a random host person or pull from Bachelor Nation. Yeah. I think it makes more sense to pull from Bachelor me Nation. Me too. Me too. All those people are already telegenic. Yeah. They already have fans that Bachelor mm-hmm. want wanna see. They they're yeah. already celebrities in their own right. What would be the point of pull like
0: I think it'd be fun maybe to have two different hosts, one for bachelor, one for Bachelorette. Does that make it feel like two different shows. I, I was thinking a former bachelor for bachelorettes eat. and a former bachelorette for the bachelor season.
1: Huh. Why? I don't know. I just think it'd be fun. Mm, but the what Katie's been saying about her experience on the bachelorette is that she's really liked having former mm, bachelorettes there to kind of guide kinda her guide through. Her That's through. True. And like, I don't know. I see like the role of war of roses pun intended ha 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 of having hosts of the opposite gender but i also see like more of a benefit from having like or maybe a former bachelorette host for the bachelorette and a former bachelorette host for the bachelor too that'd be cute and no bachelor host wait what all former bachelorettes
0: (laughs) oh i mean men do traditionally suck but to give you some context of what they're doing for Bachelor in Paradise, which is definitely like a less serious show. Yeah. Definitely more fun. Even though I haven't watched it. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, it, I mean, it's basically their take on Love Island. Um, Their host, they're doing a rotating host. It's going to be Lance Bass, Lil Jon, David Spade and Titus Burgess. OK, so it's which like makes jokey. No. Yeah. There's it's just like kind of crazy. And maybe that's. That's what I'm kind of saying. Like going to the like the tone of Bachelor in Paradise is more fun and less like. Yes. Dramatic. Like you're picking your partner for life kind of thing. Yeah. But that's. Yeah. Probably not a reflection of how they're going to go for. Yeah. The I don't show. So. That's That's an odd like. So group.
1: Full. Little John. Yeah. They're
0: going to rotate.
1: Da- OK. So they're never going to all be together. I don't think so. No. Little John. David Spade. Uh, Titus Burgess? Yeah, and
0: Lance Bass. And Lance Bass. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I think Lance Bass is probably angling for him. I think Lil his...
1: Jon is the one that I'm, like, more rubbing my head about. Yeah.
0: Like, what? Yeah. Rubbing my head? Scratching my head? Well, Titus Burgess, isn't he? Aren't you supposed to be, like, a real actor? Why do you want to do this? That's so funny. But, like,
1: unfortunately, like that's kind of expected with character actors like Titus that like get famous from like that one singular role because you know, Hollywood's not going to flush him out. Yeah. It's kind of like 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 the same thing that's happening with Laverne Cox. I was just going to say that. It's the same thing.
0: Laverne Cox who got famous from Orange is the New Black really broke out there as like a transgender actress and just an actress in her own right and now she's going to be hosting the red carpets on e! replacing juliana yeah. Rancic. but like yeah, she was trying to go for a real acting career like she, they had that she had that show, that lawyer show on like on
1: cbs. cbs yeah. but it did not i last. know, i we can't remember the name, but it was a lawyer i mean, and that sucks or to have a dra- show, legal drama. a legal drama. yeah, uh to have a legal drama on cbs yeah. fail, which is like guaranteed for at least eight nine seasons if it is successful yeah but they mostly are it's like dang like yeah. that's a rough like one on the chin yeah and then she was cast as like the best friend and a promising young woman which was like cool
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. she's in that yep oh my god i totally forgot she
1: uh plays the coffee shop yeah 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 which was like just i was even disappointed to see her cast as that but Mm -hmm. i was like okay this is like a cool film so at least like she's doing something interesting yeah but then when you hit me with the e-news red
0: carpet uh the roles had clearly dried up but promising a woman wasn't even that long ago I know, but the role she had in it wasn't substantial. Yeah, I know, but maybe you could keep writing out those small bit roles. But you need con- c- a consistent paycheck, so. Yeah. But. But maybe this will open more
1: doors. Maybe it's like. Right. You, know, you know. There's ebbs and flows. Yeah. In this career, and it's better to have her name still out there. It's just disappointing. And it's like. Yeah. I just think that it's always, like, inevitable. Like, you can see those kind of careers happening before they even happen. Yeah. Because you just like when the role that they're kind of breaking out for is going to be so pigeonholed to them. To
0: be fair like the whatever Kimmy Schmidt show ended up a few years ago, or a couple years ago. Oh,
1: has it? I If you asked me, I would have thought it was still I on. I think it's
0: definitely over. I don't know how long ago it was. I think it might have been a year or two. Uh-huh. And yeah, we haven't really seen him in anything else, so.
1: I uh, saw Titus Burgess when I was uh, bartending in Harlem. Oh, wow. He came in.
0: Another celeb sighting. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. He actually recognized uh, one of the servers from like an acting class that he taught that she took.
0: Aww. And he was, like,
1: really sweet and, like, friendly and was like, oh, yeah, when you were taking my acting class, you had red hair. And she was Aww. like, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, it was cute. He was sweet. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Wow, we're really um, rubbing shoulders with the Hollywood elite. Oh, yeah, Hollywood we're really elite. giving it
1: to you that kind of, like, celebrity jungle. Yeah. We're in it. Yeah, we're, we're in, it. in it. We're in the trenches. We're in it, not of
0: it, though. No, we're not. Kind of like Wendy Williams. Um... Okay, dude, have you heard about Army Hammer?
1: No, I have not. I actually. didn't hear about
0: this either until I was. Oh, I was reading a newsletter. I was reading Hunter Harris's newsletter. He is, has entered into rehab because, in case you weren't keeping up with Army Hammer, and why would you? He's been accused of. Well, it started started like slowly building up it was like he was accused of basically at first being just like gross with women Mm -hmm. and having like weird kinks that were making women feel uncomfortable yeah and then it slowly but surely actually quick pretty quickly sped up to actual allegations of rape and when that allegation came out um, he was dropped from two movies he was going to be in one of them was with uh, Jennifer Lopez one of them was about uh, the making of uh, Godfather or Goodfellas one of those Um,
1: Oh, God, no, Godfather. Godfather. And Miles Teller replaced him. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And then he was dropped from his agency, WME.
1: I didn't know that he was dropped from his agency. Yeah,
0: it all kind of came swooping in. Wow. And he had made a statement, which was not great. It was just like, I will not be responding to these bullshit um, claims, but... Uh, I'm going to be stepping away. He acted like as if he was choosing to be removed from these movies, not as if he was being fired. Right. Um, and so he last week went into, or maybe two weeks ago, went into rehab in Florida. He was seen um, leaving the, or he's seen at the airport with his ex-wife, Elizabeth Chambers and his kids I guess there was a lot of crying and hugging goodbye. So, kind of crazy that she's there. They were,
1: they were saying him off to rehab. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um they divorced, you know, a few years ago, but bef- not a few years ago. Probably like 2 years ago at this by this point before any of this got got out. Right. Um and when all these allegations were coming out, there were talks of like Excessive drinking, excessive drug use, but, uh, nothing that seemed, I mean, part of it seems like a, I don't think you can co- really come back, like, from a rape allegation because the police are actually investigating it. Like, it's not like this is a, an allegation from a, a, some woman on Twitter and it's not going to go anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. if there are lawyers involved, uh... Yeah, I would say it's safe safe to say his career is over and that no rehab. You think so? I do. I just Mm -hmm. think that this rape allegations really serious. Yeah. Um, But there have
1: been other people who've come back from rape allegations, right? like Like who? I mean.
0: He seems a bit like damaged goods now. No,
1: he's definitely damaged goods now.
0: I mean, it would have to be like... I think he could have come back from everything before the rape allegation. Yeah. But the things she's describing are... Horrific. Pretty horrific. Um. And he has yet to be apologetic about it at all. Yeah. Um. And like I said, like, there's an actual criminal investigation happening. Uh, yeah. I,
1: I didn't know about the serious rape allegations, so yeah. now I'm just kind of trying to think about that and think about whether or not I see him coming back from this. It's not I think that there are actors that can come back from rape allegations. Mm-hmm. I just don't know of Army Hammer.
0: Yeah, I with I can imagine something happening in like 10 years. But you know what? I don't even think that he has the career to he doesn't, which leads right. me to this other Vanity Fair article um, that's just titled The Fall of Army Hammer: A Family Saga of Sex, Money, drugs and betrayal. Okay, the fall. This man never got off the ground. Yeah, he's
1: been totally media. He's not a leading man. No,
0: but they've been trying to make yeah. him one for years. But
1: it's been a total failed attempt and any of the roles that he's successful in, he was always a character actor in though. Yeah. Yeah, and he was always playing a rich white douchebag, exactly. which is actually what he is. And
0: I think that's why people like are so intrigued by this story yeah. of him i guess the fall for lack of a better word because it is like clothed in uh like he comes from this dynasty family of like a lot a lot a lot of wealth yeah um and what he looks like yeah. you know he looks like this l- perfect leading man
1: yeah this kind of wealthy waspy blue yeah blood. like he
0: gives people i think like old hollywood vibes yeah and so like it would have been if things would have worked out it would have been this like really cute story and so, but i think now that things are falling apart it makes it like looks it's i think it looks People are trying to paint it as way more dramatic, as as if it's some cinematic story. Yeah, Um, and I'm sure some movie elements are there. Yeah, but it's not
1: based in reality. Yeah, and like I feel like Hollywood journalists like to do this a lot. Mm -hmm. They try and mirror to us a story because like especially Vanity Fair, they love old money. Yeah. They yeah. love that. So for them, it's like they start like panting. Yeah. And then, yeah, they start doing, you know, interesting stories for sure. Yeah. But it's like, yeah.
0: But it, like, I think it's like, they're kind of making it like, they're romanticizing American, it. Totally. Out to romanticizing. Something that it's not, it's like not
1: like it's, the fall. It, it's like if these credentials were slapped on Brad Pitt, yes, that would be amazing. But you can't pretend that Army Hammer has some leading man career, right? And that all of America is watching his downfall and like watching one of their greats, you know? Yeah.
0: Because that's not happening. Like I think there's a little bit of an American. It's more s- just as just psycho totally thing. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of an American psycho thing going on where like. As, uh, at least that they're trying to portray in the media. Like this man who is seemingly on the outside, perfect. The per- right. And even the first head, the, the sub is the actor's life seemed perfect. Beautiful wife and kids, sparkling Hollywood career. But a glimpse into his family history reveals how shocking allegations over dark fantasies of cannibalism and bondage and the ensuing fallout are one more chapter in the Hammer's... F- fraught legacy like a man with a legacy like they're trying to paint it out as this well his family
1: does have he a does. legacy he does. yeah
0: but yeah like i think that's why people are more interested because like there seems like there's a cinematic story there yeah when really he's i think off in of the day he's just like this boring overprivileged uh white dude who Is has a-, a lot of issues yeah
1: he's a I don't want to say a failed actor, mm-hmm. but at this point, at this stage in his career, he is. Yeah. And it's like...
0: Who who has his mommy come do his bidding for him? So what happened with his mom? So his mom wrote into Vanity Fair after this article, The Fall of Army Hammer, was published and was basically like, I'll read the statement for you. She wrote into Vanity Fair. And of course they published it because obviously... Because why wouldn't they? It's Drew Hammer, and I want you to know I forgive you for writing such a scathing article on my family. I don't understand the position of destroying families in the press. I know it's your job, but it's very upsetting that you are writing yet another article about Army and our family. And I know it's to not to vindicate our family by the calls by all the calls you are making to former alleged mistresses, their former husbands, etc. She's not with his father, by the way. Um, anymore. It doesn't seem you want to find the good that God has done in our family. Michael, Misty, and I are all very good friends and share our wonderful sons and grandchildren. We love and protect each other. So it is very hurtful the negative way you portrayed my former husband being a never do well. When he is a Columbia MBA graduate and has invested the foundation very wisely so he can make a bigger difference in this world not to mention the way you printed alleged false ac- accusations against my son. Mm-hmm. Every family has something, but what I know is these Jewish hammer men you tore apart in your article have all come to know Jesus as their Messiah. What? I believe that is why I was placed in that family. <gasps> I am asking for Whoa. mercy and grace as Jesus gives us all... give gives all of us and asking you to please stop degrading my family. Thank you. And may God bless your life. Drew. Wow. I was not expecting that. Yeah. So she had a lot to say. Yeah. Um, Army has talked about how his mom will like come in and to his room uh, while he's sleeping and start like throwing water on him like a, a, and a baptism and like, like she's, very uh, religious, but it, I, from what I've read, it kind of there's like some Wiccan stuff to it. Like
1: excuse like, it with like some kind of weirdo like spirituality kind of like yeah. yeah.
0: Like it's she's not your just average like Christian blended mom. with like yeah. Like she'll come over woodsy him.
1: like German pagan yeah. rituals with blended with christianity yeah
0: like he'll be sleeping she'll come in to the room spray water on him and like be like like waving around some brush and being like the devil within Mm -hmm. you come out like something like that like super creepy yeah wow
1: okay so and was this reported in the vanity fair article or how did you how did you know this about his mom
0: He's, he has said it. He has oh, talked about okay. it. okay. Yeah. I read another article where he talked about that. Just That's referencing how his mom is kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: So his mom was coming to his defense. Yeah. Interesting. But
0: I would also recommend for people who are interested in the story, the article, the BuzzFeed article, um, trying to make Army Hammer happen. Which kind of goes in? That would be a great prerequisite reading yeah, for this. Which yes. kind of goes into Hollywood's attempt to make him this leading man. He actually in the all of failed attempts, and he actually responded to the article, the article himself, um, right, with a
1: similar tone of his mom, kind of yeah, like being like, you know, how dare you talk yeah, about me like this? I'm just
0: an actor trying to act, and like, yeah. It was very. It was like, dude, don't respond to this. Like, it was a great article. Yeah, but like, people just need to know and yeah, a weird saga. He has
1: a weird, weird yeah. saga, man.
0: But yeah, some of his, um, some of the things about his drug and alcohol abuse are pretty dark. You know, and not this is not to make light of yeah alt- no, substance percent. abuse, but yeah. um, you know the reports of him. Drinking eight beers and four martinis and driving 17 hours across country after getting to a fight with the next girlfriend after taking an acid, uh, half a tab of acid to play golf.
1: And this is all post divorce.
0: Yeah. Um, but there were things of even current divorce when he was on Lone Ranger that he would keep a stockpile of joints in his trailer, um, and, and asked his assistant to procure mushrooms and that he would be taking drugs during the production of the movie, that and he would get really uh, hammered or high, and then go driving incredibly fast throughout the city, like 140 miles an hour down residential streets. Mm. This was during when he when he was married. I mean, the yeah, Ranger was this feet. was during
1: film. Okay, yeah,
0: what? So he's definitely That's has had crazy. some issues for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he does get the help he deserves, but also maybe hopefully he goes to jail for
1: for raping, raping a woman. woman. Seriously, like, yeah. what the hell? I wonder yeah. what's going on with that investigation.
0: Me too. Um, I mean, as a, as of that Vanity Fair article, it was still ongoing and that was recent. Oh, okay.
1: And what? It's LAPD?
0: LAPD, yeah. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. Uh, do you think he's, like, doing the thing where, like, people go to rehab to, like, shield themselves from, like, Law we, enforcement, like mm, maybe. filing
0: charges. Maybe.
1: Gloria oh, Allred oh, is the woman's
0: uh, lawyer. You said what? Gloria Allred is the woman's lawyer who's accusing oh, really? him of rape. Yeah. Who do we
1: just see her representing?
0: Um, a woman who is ac- accusing Tristan of Tristan Thompson of. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, fathering her child. Right.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. So Army Hammer, yeah. Crazy. But pivoting, switching gears. Have you seen the movie Cruella?
1: No, but I kinda
0: wanna rent it on Disney Plus. Do you? Yeah. It's um well uh jumping ahead, it's gonna actually gonna be on uh pay on demand pay pay on demand uh June twenty fifth. Oh. Perfect. So probably less than thirty dollars. Yeah. So that's like, how na- I'll yeah. yeah. Not even probably like I don't know.
1: I think like nineteen ninety nine. Okay.
0: Yeah. But and like
1: Xfinity and like Amazon that stuff? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But Let's not be doing too hot in the theaters. Well, so that's what we're
0: going to get into. We, you know, we have our running segment of How Are They Still Famous? And this is not quite that, because obviously no. Emma Stone is very famous. Yes. But this is her kind of, like, first leading role besides Easy A. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously she's starred in movies, but, like, where she is... The one carrying the film. This is her vehicle. This is her vehicle. This is her carrying a film, not without like a male co-star, an Mm -hmm. ensemble cast kind of to support her. Yeah. And so basically what we want to talk about is like, well, what does this mean for Emma Stone? Is this this going to be the first in a long uh, career of also carrying her own films? Yeah. Or is it uh maybe showing that she can't do it and that maybe she's better in, or a blip in a
1: career that continues to be illustrious yes, yeah. and filled with academy
0: awards i mean and leading roles. to cut to the chase that is i think what's what we're gonna see well actually i don't know that to be true really okay. yeah well let's get into it oh yeah let's get into let's it. just get into the numbers okay uh Cruella has made 87 million worldwide after just under two weeks in theaters. Not great. But that does not count Disney Plus money. The movie cost 100 million to make. Quiet Place, which came out at the same time, Quiet Place Two, has made a hundred and thirty-nine million worldwide. So almost double what Krill has made. Yes. Do we know what the budget for Quiet Place Two was? I don't, but I can. I'm sure it was less than a hundred million. Yeah, that's fine. The budget.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't pay his wife. He right. pays she- her and Dick, and <laughs> the kids. They work them for free too. They're just yeah. happy to be here. So budget five dollars. Yeah.
0: Um, and that according to Forbes the film is heading to, Oh, sorry. Did I say that, that, that 87 million does not count people buying it on Disney plus. You did say that, but that going to, but keeping that in mind, according to Forbes, the movie is heading to, like I just said, um, on demand on June 25th, less than a month after it's May 28th opening day. And according Forbes is saying that, uh, if the film were racking up Disney plus dollars, That it wouldn't be moving to. All platforms. All platforms. They'd want to keep it all on Disney+. Plus. They'd want to keep traffic driving
1: to their platform. Right.
0: Yeah. And that they announced a sequel. But that is just an illusion of success. And uh pretty standard in terms of hollywood they'll announce any sequel
1: yeah because that shit worked on me yeah because i read that last week and i told you i was like aaliyah must be doing well they're Mm -hmm. making a sequel well for reference we're still waiting on star trek four so they just announce sequels Mm -hmm. and then people like me hear it and they're like oh it must be doing well Uh and it must be doing well because it's good yeah that's that's
0: good yeah but and I want to talk about like kind of like the cultural, like what people are talking about with this movie. And if it's more of a reflection on that, the fact that Disney is um starting to fall, which is something people talk about. Like, yeah. And the several articles that I've read, it's been like, well, does Disney have anything besides Marvel and Star Wars? Like, can, can they have their own like, does the franchise bring anything else to the table? Like, there, there's been a... F- There's been a a decline Um, in things for a while. Like in terms
1: of like their storytell narrative movies? Yeah, yeah. Like Dumbo
0: was a a flop. Okay, like those
1: things that have been for a long time, their bread and butter Mm -hmm. are the ones that are performing pretty poorly. Right, exactly. What about, okay, now now that's true. There's a lot of receipts to back up that theory. Yeah. But then like there's also things like does Mal maleficent
0: does that do well yeah i think it does do really yeah, well Yeah, that's why i thought so yeah too. there are definitely still those outliers so there's silver linings yeah but there's is absolutely but it doesn't seem like Cruella yeah. is on track to be a maleficent right right you know like but i but it, i haven't seen anyone really talk about <laughs> maybe we should have watched the movie but it's not the point of this really yeah um talk about it's really not it's not <laughs> Um, talk about Emma Stone's performance and it being bad, besides her accent being absolutely atrocious, which I have heard. And it is because well, it's supposed to be really campy. E- I don't know. But She's there's attempting- campy and
1: then there's just like, is this just yeah. not good? Yeah, yeah
0: that's fair. The girl has done a British accent before. She was in The Favorite and she was British. But this one's just really bad. I don't know what was going on. Because I don't think it's supposed to be like a genuine
1: true okay. British accent. Okay, okay. Like fair she's enough, playing mate. a cartoon villain.
0: Okay, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Well, I mean, it's like, A, did we need this movie? Like, did we need an origin story of Cruella? <laughs> like, a, did anyone ask for this? No. I mean,
1: but the thing is, is that like, I don't know, like, no one asked for this, but I feel like we also didn't not ask for this. We've been going down this road of Villain um, live stories. action yeah. Disney movies. And like when it first started, I thought people were kind of like, this is silly. Like why? But then like they started like doing really mm-hmm. well. I think all of them, except for maybe Amanda Siegfried's Little Red Riding Hood. No, have- I
0: don't think the Cinderella one did well. Though with M- Emily M- M- James. Or I'm um, not Cinderella, but that one, too. Um, I'm thinking of Beauty and the Beast.
1: No, I think Beauty and the Beast did. If you look at their box office numbers, they always do relatively well. They might not all... Worldwide or U.S.? Well, let me say this in difference. terms of... Because I don't have the numbers off my head. Good Lord. Yeah. But I will say this. what I, I have looked at the numbers, though, and when I have seen them, it's like they're surprised. never smash hits, but they're like okay, they did something. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: it's a, no, I'm not saying that's a good thing. Oh, I'm saying that. So that, right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the narrative around Corella. I was like, yeah, it's doing something, but not nearly what it should be for what the money they put into it.
1: But like, this has been like, they made every live action movie. They did jungle book. So of course they're going to start now doing the villains because it makes them
0: something. Yeah.
1: But I don't know if it's doing exactly what they wanted to it's do. It's not doing what they
0: want to, wanted right. to do. But I think. Well, it's funny because I think a, a live action 101 Dalmatians could have been cool with Emma Stone as Cruella. Right. But I think it's this necess- like this this vehicle of like this huge Cruella backstory, which is like ultimately but that's what pretty Mal- dumb.
1: Mal- I cannot say that. Maleficent. Yeah, that's what that is. Isn't it? I don't she's the witch from Sleeping Beauty and it's all about her well so like that's kind of what they're basing and those do well true so they were like oh well you want to hear about the villain from 101 we can give her (laughs) we can do that yeah yeah but I mean the thing about it though is like Maleficent is not a ubiquitous villain the way Cruella is yeah so it's weird that that one's doing so well yeah. Like, what's the rhyme or reason well, behind that? Well, I
0: don't it? know. We've kind of talked about Angelina Jolie. Maybe it's Angelina. Maybe she's really... Like, maybe she's a captivating yeah. force in that. And it does come down to the actor choice. And she
1: has experience carrying vehicles yeah. that are solely based on, on her. On her, She does. So, okay. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Is this movie, Cruella, not about whether or not we were asking for a Corella movie is it not about whether or not it was a good idea to make a whole movie centered around the villain from Dalmatian is it cu- boiling down to Emma Stone and her ability to put butts in the seats what do you think
0: yeah I mean I think that like part of maybe what gives Angelina an edge is like the age group of her fans which are now women with kids yeah so they're like I love Angelina I want to take my kid to a to a children's movie. This will be something that's great for both of us. Yeah. Whereas Emma Stone's fans are still young without kids. Yeah. And so she's not exactly driving her target demographic to go see this kids movie, which is actually not quite a kids movie the way Maleficent is. I don't have to check the rate, but like it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Which isn't quite. Little kids. I
1: think that's the real misstep. Yeah,
0: it's in an, an awkward rating. Like, they were trying to make... Like, if you want to go real, like, do Joker and, like, make a rated R right. one. Or you had to go all in and make a kids movie. They were trying to, like,
1: do Disney for millennials. Yeah. But, no. like... Yeah, making it PG-13 and making it this weird pseudo-adult movie. Yeah. Like you said, but not... I think that's the real issue. And you know, she doesn't
0: even smoke in the movie.
1: She does. Right. <laughs> so it's like
0: the worst. Because they were afraid of like. So why not make it just a PG rated
1: film? Right. I think if they had made it a PG rated mm-hmm. film, it would be doing what. I think it would Maleficent too. Maleficent does. yeah. But like no one's exactly. The Joker. And that's, you know, the other film that comes to mind. Yeah. It's like the Joker is built in graphic novel lore though. Right. Which has a
0: history of origin stories. Yeah. So that's
1: why the fan base is there for that. Mm -hmm. And obviously adults love Batman so you can make movies with a, a rated R. Right. And still get people there. But pg-13 corella de Ville, yeah that's just stupid it's now just, that i know that that's your answer there you go whoever decided to make it this weird like degrassi taxi <laughs> version of corella yeah that's who fucked up right yeah no
0: disney no it PG. was poorly executed yeah um, and I don't know if you know the real, like, spoiler alert, The reason, her backstory of, like, why she hates Dalmatians is because Dalmatians killed her mom and, like, ran her mom of the street. Okay, that's absolutely exactly. insane. So it's like, again, was the writing there? Was the plot there?
1: That's, like, villain origin paint by numbers. Totally. Okay, the thing that's, like, the center... No, you can't just, like, make it, like, no. oh, Dalmatians ate her... Like, the reason, like, Batman hates crime. Right. That's stupid. Yeah.
0: And it's like the fun thing about 101 Dalmatians in Cruella de de Ville is that like it's crazy that she just like wants to like uh, she's skinning these Dalmatians alive. Like it's silly. It's silly. Yeah. To try to provide some rhyme or reason to it takes away from the fun and the campiness of that movie. Right. You're overthinking it. It's just a movie, a kid's movie.
1: Yeah, that was stupid. I can see why so many of the elements were there and why Emma would want to do this I definitely see why she wanted to do it, of course. And why Disney would think this was a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you just can't skimp on, like, things that matter, like plot points and things like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like the whole plot arc of the movie. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, where does this put Emma and conversation with her contemporaries, your Jennifer Lawrence's, yeah. your Brie Larsons. I do think that overall this is going to be okay in her career. Yeah. But I, think I so do too. think it will maybe hold her back from carrying a whole movie on her on her back. Yeah. Like she's still gonna get great roles. Like an like Academy right Award winner. Now-
1: yeah, exactly. But I think right now Hollywood is struggling to find that leading lady.
0: Well, funny enough because yes, we've seen that Jennifer Lawrence can't exactly. Besides Hunger Games, you know, Red Sparrow was a flop. Yeah. That movie with Chris uh, Chris Pratt was a flop. The passengers. The passengers was a flop. You know, while she's still a capital A plus uh, A list actress, yeah, you know, where the are the movies quite there? She's kind of on a run of uh, flops without. Saving except for the movies with Bradley Cooper for sure, and I'm not saying that Bradley Cooper is and the reason for her success. Ago, like, we're running on steam, exactly, like, we're running point. from steam on that. She's got a new movie coming out that Netflix is um billing as like their big, big uh 2021 movie, and that's she's going that with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's gonna be, I think,
1: really good from her. I think so her. too. Yeah, I, I think, think so like, too easy netflix hit like you don't have like numbers to bog over Mm -hmm. box office expectations everyone loves a netflix smash yeah i think that'll be really good for her
0: and then i think brie larson though and like i know that she's like leading a marvel movie well you know what that's pretty hard you know and she's i think kind of coming up as like this dark horse That was always definitely chasing uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone. And I think now has kind of caught up and maybe is more of the leading woman material than both of them.
1: Yeah, she kind of gives me next generation Jodie Foster vibes. Totally. I see that. And Jodie Foster famously can carry a goddamn movie. A goddamn movie. Yes, she She can. She certainly can.
0: And I mean, do I, we have even any female actresses right now that can carry like a Jodie Foster, or, like a Julia well, that's Roberts? What I'm saying.
1: I think that right now, Hollywood has been auditioning a lot of actresses yeah. to kind of take on that Julia Roberts, Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock appeal. Sandy.
0: Ugh. They just don't but make them like they used they to. They don't,
1: but even Sandra Bullock, I mean, her last hit was a huge ensemble, a mass ensemble of stars. Like, when was the
0: last time... But she also, I think, is in a stage in her career and life where she's working far oh, less. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying, but I'm saying just like, in general,
1: in the movies that we've seen, when yeah. was the last time it was a sole woman leading a huge, successful movie? Have we have
0: a... I mean, I honestly, like kind of, you of know that. what? Hmm. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She leads movies all the time. Yeah, that's a good point. Them, and they're very successful. She's
1: kind of dried up in her success in the past few years, though. Whoa. Uh. No, no, no. Not not like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's been a while since she's had an unbridled hit. Well,
0: yeah, maybe unbridled. I mean, this was a Netflix movie, so it's hard to tell. But that that Netflix movie um, came out last year.
1: What Netflix movie?
0: Uh, where she played. Oh, my God. I'm You've totally... got to be joking. I'm maybe. sorry. Wow.
1: No, whatever
0: movie you're talking okay, about, she when, is yeah okay.
1: Like I'm talking about a box office. Yeah, I don't think there it has been one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can follow up next week and do, but like I definitely do think that Hollywood's chasing that right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the the field is open, but and I think for Brie Larson, like the test is gonna going to be like doing something other than Captain. Marvel, which she hasn't done s- since that, which was a big hit, yeah. Um, but you know what? The interesting though, but <laughs> she's over
1: here showing I a think YouTube that channel. like while there hasn't been like that movie that's just had like a woman like leading it that's been like a huge hit in a while, there have been a lot of successful women centered. Movies, that's true. But I think the formula of the lone wolf star is more centered around
0: male storytelling, (sighs) yeah. Unfortunately, and so, like, that's a big part of it, yeah. And so, I
1: I say that as like, I'm trying to rack my brain, it's not like a negative necessarily, right? Because I think as we get with more women gatekeepers and Hollywood, the kind of stories that we're being told have more fully fleshed out and developed characters.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? I just thought of someone and I know it's on a smaller scale. Um, and, but I, and she hasn't quite had this like huge box office, but I think maybe some kind of commercial movie is coming for her if she wants it. Hear me out. Saoirse Ronan. What's coming for her? Like she's does these like critically acclaimed movies. Yeah. She does these Oscar bait movies. Yeah. Um, but she does she's a center at a lot of them and she definitely has like a name yeah and i think that if she wanted to do this big box office i'm not saying a superhero movie or anything but like Mm -hmm. a big box office smash that she could maybe do it you think social
1: ronan could carry a film better than emma stone in the u.s like that doesn't even make sense that's crazy i'm saying maybe I'm saying you're out of your head. You're out of your mind, your skull. I love Sersha. I love Sersha too. But I mean, we
0: got to think about Ladybird. Ladybird, that's niche. Um, The women, whim- or what's it called? Little, little Women. Little Women. Gosh. That drivel. I think that was Mom Basics. A think.
1: remake of a remake of a book. Mm-hmm. No one to <laughs> ask- talk about not mm-hmm. asking for anything.
0: I. Oh, you know what? That just made me think of.
1: I know what you're gonna say, cool. which is what I wanted to say, but you don't let me get a word. Sorry. I okay. Say what whose name you're gonna say at the count of three. Okay. One, two, three. Margot Margo Robbie. Robbie. I hear yes. it. I freaking you well, that's what I was trying to get yes. to. I was like, if anyone's okay about to break through you're it's right. Margot Robbie. Robbie. She's the name oh who's on the tip gosh. of everyone's tongue right now. You're right. I mean, social social is a critical darling yes. and she's definitely a player in the game yeah. but I don't think that she is the one that I have up next as being able to potentially do that
0: I hear that um, the only reason I brought her up is because Brie Larson kind of started out as like a critical darling and then like Captain Marvel was kind of this like random twist and she successfully did that but you know it's Margot Robbie mm-hmm. it's Margot yeah and I think yeah and she is successful at the box office and critically. Yeah. Margo's
1: our girl. But again, like with the kind of roles that women are winning Oscars for. Yeah. It's those movies where there's like, might be a secret lead, but there's like other two really strong supporting characters. Yeah. So while I do think that Margo is definitely leading the pack in terms yeah. of like breakout actresses right now. Yeah. I don't know if, the role that will cement her A-list status or get her an Oscar will be that kind of vehicle that is just one star. Because, mm.
0: like, look at Bombshell. Yeah. Like, those are
1: the kind of films that are kind of... What
0: about Tanya Harding?
1: That's true. Tanya Harding. But, do you, like, in terms of, like, that film is, like, the kind of movie where it's just, like, she's the titular yeah. star. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there was still like, you know, Allison Janney. I mean, yes, yeah,
0: there's always yeah. going to be so there's, others there's actors. Other actors
1: on screen. It's <laughs> not a
0: one woman show. <laughs> OK, but I would so say unless, she. Unless
1: Margot Robbie does a monologue <laughs> for two hours, then she's not a real fucking star. Yeah. OK, no, but I'm being serious, though. But like, no, no I still I, wouldn't call that a vehicle. I would. I would. I would. Okay.
0: Maybe not on a large scale because yeah. it was more of an Oscar bait kind of thing. And it, but it did do well at the box office yeah but it, no, yeah you're right not, I see what you're saying in I terms see of we're talking saying. about box office 500 million I still I, she hasn't done it yet right. but she I think she could. could and I think out of those I will take Saoirse out of it out of Margot Jennifer Lawrence uh, Emma Stone and Brie Larson I think she oh hello birds hmm. of prey oh yeah but, you know that didn't actually end up doing that well no at the it box did
1: office. do well no, it did do well. There, is that one of the movies that I heard they were making a sequel out? And it was the fake? director wants
0: to make a sequel, but there hasn't been anything confirmed.
1: Oh my God, it's so good! I know it is. I love and it. And she's so good. And I love
0: it. I've I've looked at there. They didn't do well in terms of superhero movies. Okay, so
1: the box yeah. office was two uh, two hundred million on based on the budget of. I gotta say, it had to be a lot more than that. Oh. oh budget 82 to 100 million yeah, that's
0: not a, that's not a success
1: uh-huh. yeah not- the break-even point was 250 to 300 million and it fell short of that so it yeah. didn't break even oh my god
0: yeah that's what, i love that movie i would love i would have loved for that's it. that's their be. fault that film was great it was and i do think that's it's an example of like there's
1: diversity mm-hmm. there's black uh superheroes there's puerto rican superheroes yeah. there's asian superhero yeah
0: what and obviously the unfortunate thing about what we're talking about is that all these women in, who are con- uh contending to be this the new leading woman are all white but the, well, that's yeah, just hollywood unfortunately right. like
1: i was realizing that too as we were talking about it but, but I, I, like, can't, I do not have time to do that no
0: i mean we can't right. I, we there's no one we can even put in conversation right now with these women right and that's unfortunate and it's truly a shame that like it's going to take a lot of these black actresses um like to get this kind of recognition later in their career like a la viola davis right um do you think zendaya could um
1: might be an actress of color that could potentially yeah Yeah. i mean she has that emmy win for euphoria and euphoria is huge yeah and that emmy win signifies like that critics are taking her seriously Mm -hmm. as they should um i think i'm gonna start watching euphoria please god i've been telling you yeah you guys sold me on it i think i'd really like it
0: yeah i think you would Well, I think that we've sufficiently overthought Emma Stone and the other white women of Hollywood's career. Do you think that they'll be okay? I think they'll manage. Yeah. I think they will. Us, on the other hand... Not so, Not so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of we might be overthinking this. I'm your host, Aaliyah. And I'm your host, Dara. Go rate, review, subscribe to the pod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to build up those platforms, you yeah, feel. Yeah, definitely. Farewell and we'll see you next week. Free Britney. Britney,
1: Britney bye. If she doesn't scare you. No evil thing will. Oh, to Roger! To see her is to take a sudden chill. Oh. Cruella, Cruella, she's like a spider waiting for
0: the kill. Roger, she can hear you. Cruella De Vil. Let her in, Nanny.
1: Anita, darling. How are you? Miserable, darling, as usual. Perfectly wretched. Where are they? Where are they? For heaven's sakes, where are they? Who, Cruella? I don't... The puppies, the puppies. No time for games. Where are the little brutes? Oh, it'll be at least three weeks. No rushing these things, you know. (laughs) Anita, you're such a wit. Here, dog. Here. Here, dog. Cruella, isn't that a new fur coat? (laughs) My only true love, darling. I live for furs. I worship furs. (sighs) After all, is there a woman in all this wretched world who (laughs) doesn't? Oh, I'd like a nice fur, but there are so many other things. Sweet, simple Anita. <laughs> I know. I know. This horrid little house is your dream castle. <laughs> and poor Roger is your bold and fearless Sir Galahad. <laughs> oh, Cruella. <laughs> and then, of course, you have your little spotted friends. Ah, yes, yes, I must say, such perfectly beautiful coats. Won't you have some tea, Cruella? Now, I've got to run, darling. Now, let me know when the puppies arrive. You will, won't you, dear? Yes, Cruella. Now, don't forget it, to promise. See you in three weeks. Cheerio. Cheerio, darling. Ah. Oh. At first you think Cruella is a devil. But after time has worn away the shock you come to realize you've seen her kind of eyes watching you from underneath a rock
0: You're no help this vampire
1: Raj. bat this inhuman beast she ought to be locked up and never released The world was such a wholesome place until Hmm. Cruella, Cruella DeVille
0: Oh, Roger, you are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>